You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A brought to you by Blueprint MCAT. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thank you. Amazing. I'm doing wonderful. I'm excited to answer your questions and hopefully help get you going uh, where you need to go. What can I help you with? Okay, so I um, I had some questions when I registered for this um, call, but you have answered many of them through Application Academy. Um, so there's still a few because obviously there's so much to the application process, but yeah. I do have one. Um, I think I don't have anyone else to ask but you. That's truly why Application Academy has been like lifesaver to me. Um, but... I'm considering, or I don't know if I should even consider um, doing a disadvantaged essay. Okay. I don't know if I, I feel like I am, but I've never really thought of myself as a disadvantaged student. Yeah. And it's hard to like, I guess, I don't know if label myself like that, but I really have analyzed like my circumstances back when I was, you know, growing up and my, the schools I went to and things like that. And so I really feel like I am one, but. Okay. Yeah, that that's the fun thing about the disadvantaged essay is the AAMC purposefully. And and before I jump in, ha, have you watched the disadvantaged session that we did? I swear I've watched so many of your videos. Okay, and that's probably what he's going to ask me, and I haven't. I okay, really have. it was just last week as as we're recording this. Um, it was just last week's session, so oh, okay. it's yeah, you're you're either catching up or whatever. So. Academy. Yes, I am catching up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, watch that. But the the goal with the disadvantaged essay, at least from the AAMC's perspective, they leave it very vague in terms of what the criteria are to mark yourself as disadvantaged. So Mm -hmm. they give some general guidelines, like have you or your family ever been on um, like Medicaid or SNAP or anything like that, any sort of government welfare type system. That's kind of an easy, oh yes, that's me. I guess I'll mark yes. Or the one that most students kind of look at and fall back to is, oh, are you from a medically underserved area? And those are very classically defined and you can go like search for your zip code or whatever and see, is it a medically underserved area? To me, that's like the least of the disadvantages, right? Like, oh, I'm from a medically underserved area, therefore I'm disadvantaged. Like, like okay, maybe, I guess. But if you come from a low socioeconomic status, if you have uh, come from uh, parents who are immigrants or you yourself are an immigrant, whatever your specific situation is, it doesn't mean you have to have bad grades, It doesn't mean you have to have this big trauma or pity story or anything else like that. The way that I've been framing the disadvantaged essay lately is the context essay, right? It gives context to everything else in your application. So you can have a 4.0 GPA and still mark yourself as disadvantaged. And the admissions committee will go, oh, let me look at what this disadvantage is. Okay, wow, you've been through a lot or, or that's interesting. Oh, and you have a 4.0 GPA. Now that paints a 4.0 GPA in a much better light, mm-hmm. right? So it just gives context. So anyone can mark themselves as disadvantaged. The biggest question is, 
what was the disadvantage? Too many students will write a disadvantaged essay and then I look at it and I go, well, I don't really understand what the disadvantage is. So be clear about that, right? The way that I typically want students to think about it is how was your upbringing, education, experiences or access to those experiences, how was that different than a quote unquote typical pre-med student? which is hard because we tell everyone like, just focus on yourself, don't worry about everyone else. And then for a disadvantaged essay, we go, look at everyone else and, and, and do you have less than, did you have to work and so you couldn't do as much? Like there are lots of questions to potentially ask around that to just put your life through a lens of going, did I have the same resources, the same uh, uh, options and availability of things to me than everyone else. And if not, then maybe sure, I'll mark myself as disadvantaged, give that context to the reader. Now, almost always, if a medical school is gonna read that disadvantage statement, and it's like, well, I don't know, maybe I can maybe see why she marked herself as disadvantaged, but I'm not really buying it. That's not gonna be an issue. It's where like just the atrociousness of why you're calling yourself disadvantaged is going to hurt you. So lots of students are fearful of if I mark myself as disadvantaged and they don't believe me or they don't whatever, they don't think it is a disadvantage, then then it's going to hurt my application. And that almost is never the case unless truly you're like, I lived in a neighborhood where everyone had three butlers and I only had one. obviously that's just ridiculous, super hyperbolic and, and just dumb. So don't do that. Uh, anything short of that kind of just random stuff, you're probably fine marking it down and it's up to the individual schools to go, yeah, I'm not going to give any bonus points for that or, Oh, okay. I can, I can see how that's affected your life. And Maybe you're still a good student or maybe you did struggle. It just gives context around the rest of the application. Yeah. So I guess when you say that, that's what I had. I've been kind of doing my own research and reading articles about if I should consider it or not. And when said, if you're reading articles, then probably you should not um, consider yourself that. But when you wait, 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 who if you're reading articles, maybe you shouldn't. Yeah. Meaning you're resourced enough to do some homework. (laughs) <laughs> and Google search, therefore you're not disadvantaged. Like who said that? One of the articles? One of the articles. Yeah, yeah let's, let's, that's just stupid. Yeah, so that's that's why I'm here. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know you will give me a better answer. Um, so I guess, the, 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 so I'm a super non-trad. I mean, I'm 32 <laughs> um, and I'm barely pursuing this. Um, I guess I have so many career changes in my um like in my um transcripts and so I I feel like that would kind of explain why I feel like I never had any kind of guidance Mm -hmm. since high school so I don't know if that would be like a good kind of um no okay no why why is that a disadvantage uh, in your mind my parents are both immigrants. Okay. Um, they always worked. Yep. Um, we lived in a very, I mean, if, if people ask and you say you're from the Northeast, people know that you're from the 
the the hood okay <laughs> is what we call it um and so like you said I I didn't have bad grades you know but I think the fact that my parents weren't around much I think it just took I I compare it to my other friends that I met you know even up in college and I'm okay like, so so let's let's pause right mm -hmm. you're 32 you've had lots of career changes that's normal for someone to take a while to figure out what they want to do. Mm -hmm. Just having immigrant parents doesn't equal disadvantaged, right? This okay. is why I made a statement earlier. What is the disadvantage, right? Okay. Just because your parents are immigrants doesn't equal disadvantage. Just because you're a first generation college student doesn't equal disadvantaged. What specifically was it about your parents being immigrants, you potentially being a first-generation college student, equals disadvantage in the eyes of you in, in, in terms of applying to medical school? Now, if you weren't pre-med until recently, <laughs> is, is that a disadvantage? That, and that's the question. I don't know. Walk, walk through it a little bit more. Connect some more dots for me. So your your parents are immigrants. You didn't have a lot of support and guidance along the way. It's super common, mm -hmm. right? You go to college. What did you want to do in college? I went through like six majors. I first, when I first registered for school, it was nursing. I went to a few others, came back to nursing, um, finally decided social work, which is what I graduated with. Okay. I've done social work the past five years, which is in psychiatry. Um, okay where I wanted to pursue medical school to do so. Okay. Well, so where is the disadvantage? Yeah, I guess that's where I just felt like even in college, like I had to work. So my grades dropped um, in high school. I worked, um, I had to work. Um, and it's many things that I think other people didn't do that kind of kept me from getting good grades and just focusing on okay. school and good student. So potentially. Uh, Mm -hmm. And um, when I, like you said, it's kind of comparing yourself, I would kind of compare myself to my friends. And I'm like, you know, if that was it, if I didn't have to do that, I would have dedicated myself to school and I probably yep. could have done this. Um, but it didn't work out that way for me. You know, so, so here's a question I want you to dig a little bit deeper. Did potentially you always want to be a doctor, but you settled on nursing, you settled on something else because it was just cheaper, faster, something like that? Faster, yeah, yeah. Um, I I can't even pinpoint that. You know, it's just when I was young, young I wanted to be a pediatrician. Um, okay. That that just like left. You know, I think it's like those things when you're little, but okay. not really. I didn't really grow up with that. I guess it's just something that I guess I said. Yeah, when I was and like, and it's very common for first generation for immigrants to not see those people who look like you, talk like you from place, the same place as you in those positions of, of power, so to speak, right? The doctors, like when you go to the doctor's office and your pediatrician is white, then it's like, oh, I guess this is a white person's job. And so I'll, I'll go do something else, right? That's yeah. so common. I, I talk to so many minority students who have that same story, right? I didn't see a doctor wearing... Uh, hijab. I didn't see a doctor 
who uh, was Latino, Latina. I didn't see a doctor, whatever, right? Insert <laughs> insert uh, ethnicity. I didn't see it, so I didn't think I could do it. So I did something else. Now I realized that's wrong. I can do whatever the frick I want. And yeah, so yeah. here I am, right? And so that's where I want you to dig a little bit deeper in terms of disadvantage. What was it specifically? Not just, oh, I'm a non-traditional student. I bounced around a bunch. And oh, and oh by the way, my parents are immigrants. Yeah. Right? Digging, 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 digging. Digging is what this application process is all about. That's, what, that's all we do in Application Academy, right? It's just digging, digging, digging. Especially those first few weeks of like, let's find some seeds. Let's dig, 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 dig. Yeah. It, you really have to, you really get to know yourself. Um, so I think, I mean, you've really helped a lot with that. I feel like if I can't, if I'm, if I feel like if I'm digging too much, I feel like it probably isn't. I don't, I just don't, it doesn't make me feel comfortable to do it, you know? Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, it has to be your truth and your story and you have to be comfortable with it. And if you feel like you're digging and it's a little bit of a stretch, then, then maybe yeah. it's not. And that, and that's okay too. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm okay with it. Just wanted to ask, um, well, you've looked at my map, you looked at my trend, you said I was on track. Okay. Um, I, You're there. How's Application Academy for you? Awesome. I mean, I think that's where I say, you know, I, I wanted to add that. I went to my advisor, I, my assigned advisor, um, asked for a little bit of that advice in my classes when I had just gotten started in my pre-reg courses two years ago, two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. She sat me down and she said that she looked at my classes and she said I was good for pharmacy school. <laughs> that is not what I'm here for, you know. So I never went back. I found you, and I truly have just like researched and researched through you. I mean, not researched, learned through you. Um, signed up for Application Academy, and I feel like if it, truly, if it weren't for that, I, I don't know. I literally have no one else to go to, you know. To yeah ask questions. I mean, considering that happened at school, you know, yeah. um, being an entrepreneur, I mean, I can't go to my mom and dad yeah. and ask questions, you know? Yeah. Um, Did you have any fear signing up for Application Academy? I tried sen- signing up last year, actually, and I, huh? it was full. Ah. Uh, this year, no fears, no. Yeah. Really. I was really yeah. excited. I mean, Good. The whole team, um, the mapped team is awesome. Everyone's just so knowledgeable, truly. And any question that I have, I know that, you know, you guys have so much. Um, I call them like office hours. I don't know if that's what <laughs> yeah, we yeah, we call them office hours. Yep. Office hours, right? Yeah. Um, to just ask any question. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad you joined this year because it's, it is a new format because before it was just me. And now it is the whole map team and we have a TA and, and next year, next cohort, we'll probably have two TAs. Um, and so it's just getting better and better and better and hopefully providing tons of value and encouragement along the way to help you tell your story. So I'm glad you're a part of it. Um, and thank you for coming on and asking a great question. Hopefully we'll help people understand the the power and nuance of a disadvantaged essay. Before we end, though, uh, I know you have your MCAT coming up. Full-length exams, blueprint full-length exams, are those in your future, potentially? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Okay. What do you? Um, what is your biggest concern when it comes to the MCAT? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> All of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Just all of it. I don't really have one in particular, but I know that I've heard the more practice. I mean, the yeah, the more practice is like yeah. better help than just content review. Yeah. And so I really will seek those. You you need to start doing full lengths now. Start doing them because you you really want to end with the double AMC full lengths. Uh, so try to get in as many full lengths as you can. Typically one a week, sometimes two a week. But remember that the review is is uh, just as if not more important than the actual test taking the test. Yeah, that's one of my concerns. You know, is I need to I I lose like fo not focus. I can't last that long like engaged. Well, it's just something you have to practice with, right? I, I can't I can't go out today and run a half marathon. I have in the past, but you train to get there. So you just got to train your butt to sit in the seat for a while. Train my brain to stay engaged. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. You got Thank it. Thank you so much for everything you do, Dr. Green. Yeah, Thank you're you. welcome. Good luck. I really don't know what I would do without you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I hope you know that. Well, me and my sister. Because my sister's also pursuing this. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good, good. Well, your parents obviously did something right. Getting you two uh, excited to go learn medicine. So good luck <laughs> to you on your journey. Thank you. See you. Thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page to be notified. Don't forget to check out our amazing Facebook group, The Hangout, at medicalschoolhq.net slash group. 